The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Nebraska Preps post game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. Big voice guy, he lets us know we're in for another week. My main man, JP, catching up on a lot. A uh, couple camps, a couple tournaments, previewing a tournament. We've got seven on seven, man. It was a heck of a week. How are you? Good. It's uh, kind of crazy how past June has flown by, but we're getting back in the practice gym, uh, my team on uh, tomorrow. Yeah, ETG back in the gym tomorrow. A lot of other teams started. This week, getting ready for the River Cities uh, and some other tournaments around the state. It went fast. I mean, just this morning, we're doing 7-on-7 against Benson, and that's going to be it for 7-on-7 here coming up here in the next couple weeks, too. Yeah, and want to start there. A big 7-on-7 event uh, this weekend over our friend Mike Sauter teamed up with Battle to Fantastic tournament, Fantastic. and that's that's what I've seen. Heard like just everybody that participated. Hard, said, hard to say anything negative, yeah. right? Unless you're just that guy yeah. or gal. But well done. And the 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 setup was great. I thought the officials were fantastic. Uh, the judge, the rules on the field is very smooth. The music was great. I, I thought the, it was just classy. It was it was a beautiful setup. Uh, and Mike Mike called me on Saturday night like. To tell me how excited he was about how well it went and how everything uh, ran on, he said that they fin- even finished five minutes early. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was. Um, it's about as well done a deal as you're going to see for a relative first time event. Now, you know, Circle and Battle and those guys got a lot of experience putting on seven on seven deals, and as does Mike. So when you combine the two, um, it was the schedule was smooth. You got to use the app. Um, I, f- I felt like it, it was a really good weekend. Obviously, Lewis Central, uh, the home host team, Pulled wins the, that tournament. Yeah, over Bellevue West in uh, a brutal fashion for Bellevue West. Yeah. Uh, up up two, uh, going down to the last play, basically. Somebody run, runs a wrong route, uh, interception. That's three points for the defense, and suddenly, ball game. Yeah, that's, and it was interesting. And Coach Huffman was super funny and honest, too. He said, man, I, that's totally on me. Hey, that is that's so he ate it, and and uh, Lewis Central put themselves in a in a situation to win it. Got pretty uh, good quarterback, huh? Yeah, I like him quite a bit. He's a gamer. He and he lies, you know. Obviously, with Coach Camrad, he coaches him hard. Um, you you can you can't really tell what that relationship is from a family standpoint. Just one good coach coaching another good player really hard, and that team. They got a little swagger with Humple and, and Owen Thomas, and those guys don't back down. And Braylon Cameron, the quarterback we're talking about, heading to Northern Iowa. Um, talk about how the last second went wrong for Bell West. Unfortunately, for your guys in the semifinal, the last yeah. second went right for them. Kind of a buzzer beating uh, touchdown. It was. Throw it was. The uh, they Tyrell up. Jordan was that one? Yeah. Yeah. Little corner route. Yeah. Well timed. There was no time as time expired. It was 17 17. They had one play left. Uh, we had to battle back. A little bit of a sluggish start. Um, we had a couple of defenses in, and, and uh, it wasn't enough. Yeah. 
early on. You know, that offense is is, is pretty well oiled, and Kalen is pretty good. So drew some stuff up on the fly uh, to kind of give us a chance to get back in it, uh, you know, because you're blanking at 17 nothing, yeah. <laughs> right? And we come back and we make it – Westside comes back and they make it 17-17. And uh, as time expired, it's a nice little timing route. It's probably well, maybe a 10, 12-yard out route. Um, they just got in a pass interference before that, put them in good position. They kept their composure uh, and made a play. And uh, I felt like it was kind of the usual suspects, right? The, Gretna was upset. I think you could call it an upset against Millard South. Uh, in the game right before that, which was fantastic. It went down to the wire. Uh, Benson and Prep had a great game. That was hotly contested. I like the fact, JP, there's a lot of good energy. There is some really good individual talent. Um, I felt like Millard South was probably the team I came out with. And it's funny because on the show I would said to Sharpie, he just kind of went through this quick top five, and I go, Hey, let's not forget about Miller South, yeah. right? Like uh, that that program has got a good, you know, you know the recruiting, not yeah. the recruiting classes, but the incoming freshman class from two years ago. I felt like it was the next best behind that 2024 group at Westside, right there with Bell West. They were kind of a little overlooked. That's a really good group at Millard South, and they got another one in this year. And they've got some key pieces coming back, Brock Murtaugh, Lance Rucker, who just committed and, to North Dakota. Yeah, they played uh, that whole weekend without yeah, Murtaugh. Yeah. And uh, I I like them a lot. Um, you know, Coach Wisdom is going to be no nonsense, doesn't put up with a ton, a lot of confidence. <laughs> um, and I think his team kind of kind of played that way, you know, individually. Um, a lot of good performances. I thought Deshaun Prince was good. Uh, Flores was was as good as Flores, advertised. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked Barnett uh, from Bellevue S. TK. Mm-hmm. Um, he's explosive. He's a very good route runner. Um, you know, I think unbiasedly. Uh, doesn't really love seven on seven. He's a guy that is better with pads. Uh, I think Caleb was fantastic. The, the it's whole a good we- trait to have in a wide receiver. The, the, <laughs> the whole weekend, right? Like, and I didn't. He's not a has wasn't a seven on seven guy yeah. really. You know, he's he's one of those guys that prefers to yeah. play. And so, um, I thought he was he surprised me a little bit. Christian Jones offensively mm. surprised me. Interesting, because we're tinkering, right? Yeah. We're in the kind of the lab, and we were, didn't have. Lloyd and you know Bellevue West didn't have Hall, and so it kind of gave us a look to 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 look at some different yeah. things. Um, I really like. I'll, I'll give you one. I really like Sims from Gretna. Uh, long, strong body. Um, I mean, maybe it's easy to play with Flores. Maybe <laughs> it isn't, but I thought he, I thought he was good. There's a couple guys I'm very curious about. Donaldson at prep is one of them. Um, Looks the part, longs, angular, throws a good ball. I'll be curious to see how he fits in with that run game and that offense. Yeah, that's um, obviously like it was prep. Uh, there's not a ton you can learn from seven on seven translate to the season because the strength of that team is that front and running that running game. Um, yeah. But they, they've got some pieces there too. Sharmar Brown looks like a million bucks. <laughs> he, <Yeah>. Big fan. <laughs> he's a, he is a big, strong 
He packs a lot of muscle on that that yeah. that's, and that's smaller height development stature. in the last two years from where he was when he first started yeah. playing. Remember to, how he was the once quick little yeah, elusive exactly. guy? Now he's a two hundred pound power back. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I thought he looked good. I really liked some of the athletes. Avery Harris at Benson. Um, he and Prince are going to be quite a tandem on the outside. Avery's Avery's pretty good. A little overlooked. Um, I liked some of the skill at North. They were without uh, Khalil Davis, uh, who's kind of nursing uh, NAC joint. Um, but they got a couple of quarterbacks that they're going to have to I remember it was Zach Martin, and then we were trying to yeah. figure it out once upon a time. They may have two or three yeah. uh, at Omaha North, which which will be interesting. But I think my t- Millard South was a team that definitely got my piqued my interest. I thought Mount Michael was competitive. It was a uh, really good field. Like the teams that he South got South had this, a good team. He yeah, did. Beddington was there, obviously. Hey, like I, I tried to tell people before this started. I said, hey, listen, I know you guys hear about Mastic and, and some of these other things. I said, that's a good team over there. Yeah. Uh, obviously, bringing the quarterback back, Trey Bird. Uh, don't uh, sleep. And they made their late run into the semis. Uh, I felt like Jalen Spears from Ashland Greenwood was really good. Uh, he is quick as a hiccup. So there was Central City was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we saw them twice because for whatever the reason there there was a no show and and uh, they had they had advanced. They, we were going to play the winner of Central City and South, and I think something happened with that earlier game. But um, you know, seeing Aiden Zickman play another sport, I mean, he's pretty good. Yeah, uh, didn't realize he played football. Yeah, and and he's he's that guy. And we're as we kind of transition into basketball, he's that yeah. guy. That I think in the 2024 class has a lot of room to move up the charts. Better days are ahead for Zickman because he's going to put up some monster numbers. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. The high school level. Yeah. Um, had a pretty good uh, sophomore season this past year, kind of leading the, the way for Central City. Yeah, played uh, young. Yep. And obviously playing a high level of competition this summer with ETG. So, um, but yeah, like you said, transition to basketball now, kind of the last week of June high school events. Uh-huh. Um, I think we uh, recorded last week right before um, the Bluffs Bracket League final. Unfortunately, uh, it didn't go so well for. Uh, your West Side Warriors, uh, Bellevue West, uh, was up 48-24 at halftime. 
uh, won that wow. thing, 86-61. Yeah, we're and, going back and forth. As you're telling me the scores, I'm thinking to myself, well, this isn't good. Well, yeah. Um, Josiah Dotzler and Robbie Garcia combined for 50 by themselves, and uh, Westside scored 61 as a team. So, um, yeah. yeah plus, plus 11 against two guys, that's probably not a good thing? Is that yeah, what you're telling no. me? Um, you're, you're impressed with Garcia. Well, actually, you're impressed with both those two. Over the last 30 days. And we talked about Josiah kind of early in the month and needing to shoot the ball better. And he was one for 12 in the first three games I tracked in uh, from three. In the last seven, um, he, he was phenomenal. Uh, average 19 a game overall. Um, it's 21 of 44 from three, which is 48% in the last seven games. Hitting some tough ones. Um, and he, he, again, 19 points, five assists, uh, in the 10 games that I watched at Bell West as much, I saw more of them than anybody else. And, um, he really impressed me and he, he played well against some tough competition as well. Uh, wasn't all just beating up on, uh, teams missing half their guys or whatever. Like he, he stepped to, uh, up to the, the table when, uh, they had played some of their toughest teams this month. So, um, Really impressed with him. And then you mentioned Robbie Garcia, Jacob Arope. Um, wish him well. Ho- hopefully he yeah. recovers soon. But they were without him for the last week or so. Um, and Robbie Garcia, he, I think he had struggled a little early on uh, in the month. Obviously, he played some varsity last year, especially before Arope got cleared to play. Um, so he got that experience, but um, kind of fell out of the rotation a little bit once Rope got back and they didn't go quite as deep. Um I think he struggled a little bit the first three games, but, man, over the last five, basically 17-9, and nine, uh, multiple double-doubles in there, just a monster on the offensive glass, uh, shot the three well, um, 7-12 to 12 from three in the last five games, uh, finishing well with either hand in the post. So um, he's a guy that I think is definitely worth watching um, kind of as the season plays out. Um, and that's going to be a tough combination with a rope and uh, – uh, Garcia offensively, especially with a point guard like uh, Dotzer kind of attracting the attention, first of all. Yeah, I think the biggest difference for them is I think just watching this last month, they're the clear cut, yeah. I think, number yep. one, heading into uh, the winter season. I think the, the biggest thing will be them defensively, their ability to get stops. Um, a big loss in William Kyle the third, yeah. kind of the consummate rim runner. He protected the rim. You could funnel, and he could block shots. Not that a rope plays below the rim, but not near the defensive yeah. stalwart that, that Kyle the third is. And it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they want to go big and how they'll play ball screens against some of these smaller, quicker lineups. And yeah, just going to put more emphasis on the perimeter defenders with Dotzler, with Eldon Turner, with uh, with Jackson Stuvey out there, and Jane Jackson, who, who has the ability to yeah. be an elite level defender. Yeah. And I think yes, and, and Jackson, uh, I should have mentioned him as well. Um, I think he's can't uh, one top list of candidates for breakout players this year. Uh, he's going to play a, a bigger role for them. Average nine a game as a sophomore last year, uh, after playing a little bit off the bench as a freshman. Uh, the, the eight games that I saw, 17 a game, shooting almost 40% from three, doing a little bit of everything. He's a really good rebounding guard. He's great in transition. Uh, he, Were you surprised at that team you saw against Miller North the other night? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like they ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw that second game. Like, yeah. Miller North was having none of it. I was like, that isn't the, the Bellevue West that I'm accustomed to seeing. But, again, different kind of lineup, especially without yeah. a rope. And then down the stretch, though, they made the plays to pull it out. Um, got the stop at the end on uh, well-defended. It was a good play from Miller North, just kind of the, the throw-ahead, pass off to the wing, try to get a three off at the buzzer. It was a three-point game. Uh, and 
uh, I think it was Turner, I think, was right there yeah. in his face, forced a, a really tough shot from uh, Eli Gith. So, um, yeah, and that's if we want to con, uh, kind of transition forward. Millward North, that's a team that, I mean, you can see them kind of anywhere in that top ten that's or so. kind of how I feel about Prep, too, though, yeah. especially if Prep gets good backcourt play. Now, he may have to go young, younger than he's accustomed to in the backcourt, but those are two teams that are perennial – See at the end yeah. kind of teams that I think the range is fairly broad. I could see it being six or seven spots. Yeah. And Millard North, I think, is a team that'll be different later in the season than early on because they, so many they, they, they've got two of their six back or two of their top eight back. Yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, Neil Monster is the only starter returning, and then Gate uh, stepping in will kind of take over. Uh, start as that that point guard, that initial, uh, that primary ball handler there. Who do you then, think steadies them at the point guard spot? You think it will be Eli? I, I think they're going to play through him. I think uh, we talked about it. Uh, I think uh, Luke Davis will, will help a little bit there. Um, they've got Jacob well, Martin. very familiar with. Yeah, Jacob Martin is kind of a spark plug type of guard that can go uh, play well in transition, go get you some buckets. Um, so I think those will probably be the, their primary ball handlers. Um, and then you got to see how – Paxson Piatkowski transitions there, how Caleb Steele transitions to playing high school ball after being homeschooled. Um, obviously, he's playing with ETG uh, year 16s this summer. But um, so th- there's a lot of moving parts there. And I think how good, they, how good they're going to be probably falls on how good and how consistent uh, Mosser and Geth can be. Because those are your two guys coming back. That they know what you do best. If those guys can be good consistently, they'll have a chance to be in that, that top five, kind of be there in the mix. Um, but I think a lot is going to be on their shoulders, and they got to show some improvement from where they were last year. Is it just me, and, and maybe I'm too close to the forest to see the trees? We were trying to go through Bellevue West, and we got to seven or eight, right, in terms of their depth. West side will be four or five guys heavy. Millard North will be pretty heavy with their core. A lot of guys coming back, but weird that not as much maybe depth, right? Bellevue West could play 9 or 10 last year. Westside could play 10 last year. Miller North would play 8 or 9. I, I don't – do you see a team like that? Uh, no, It's always hard to tell in June because you have some guys in and out and two two of the teams that should be in the mix Maybe there. Gretna? Westside and Gretna, night – we did not get a good look at either one of them. Yeah, um, obviously, yeah. C.J. Mitchell didn't play at all, and he's going to be one of those four that um, you guys are going to ride heavy. And then um, Gretna, like their first week, they were mostly healthy, and it seemed like every single time I saw them the week after that, some, Paco- some combination new. of Pekorski yeah. or Wilcox, Wilcox and and Isaiah Curry is a senior that's going to play for them this year that got hurt earlier in the month. Joey V's been in and out. Um, it was good to see him contributing in seven-on-seven. Seven. I was, you know, because his health has kind of yeah. been a concern, uh, you know, in, in both of his sports, but I, I'm, I'm team Veith on that yeah. one. Yeah, and that kind of – he kind of fell out of the rotation last year after playing early on because of some injuries and never found his way back. I think he's, he's had – he had a really good spring uh, for, for OSA Adidas Gold. Yeah, we and sat and watched him in Kansas City, and we are like, yeah. he Hope, plays so hard. Yeah, that's exactly right. He, <laughs> he can rebound, knock uh, the shots uh, there for him. He can be a really effective player on both ends of the court. So hopefully, hopefully he stays healthy because uh, he'll have a chance to help them. And if he's good – to go with those guards, to go with Jeff Rozelle, who I think is continuing to get better and better. Um, they'll definitely be right up there in the mix in that, in that top five. But again, we just didn't get to see much of it this month, just like Westside, who um, I, I think th- they know they're four. It's a question of, all right, 
that next group of four, like who are going to be the five, six, seven, eight. Um, and, and you've got a group there with um, with Malik Crawford, Kevin Brown, uh, Luke Nomishi, and I think Maddox Anderson are probably some of the main guys that are fighting for the, those rotation spots. That, and I thought a few of those guys definitely played. Uh, I think Crawford showed some moments. I think Kevin Brown played better down the stretch of the month than he yeah, did Yeah, I'll tell you what, year. his finishing around the rim, yeah. like we get that under control. He gets to the rim. Yeah. It'll be finishing around because he gives you some length yeah. too. Yeah. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I I think he kind of is one that got a little bit more confidence. Uh, It's tough when um, you're kind of playing with guys that have been there and done that before you kind of defer a little bit you're not so not totally certain like um all right is this this what I need to go be aggressive or whatever but I think um I I think he'll end up being a a good rotation player for you guys and hopefully the the last week or two of his play carries over for me um um so he can have a good July for us but um that's those are probably kind of the, the teams at the top I think a team that and we talked about previously, but that really, if you're looking at Lincoln as a chance to make the biggest leap, is Lincoln Southeast. Um, I know they went out to uh, that the Gold Crown event in, Cal- uh, in Colorado mm-hmm. the last p- weekend, and uh, three of their players earned an offer from D2 um, MSU Denver over there uh, with Taymor, the junior, and then BD, uh, Bengot Dak, and Wade Voss, who Wayne State had already previously yeah. offered. Um so they must have had a heck of a weekend there um, for coach to be handing out offers like that, especially to a D2 coach offering a junior. Um, that's not something you see a ton of. Um, so Taymor must have played really well out there. But they, they've got the pieces. Obviously, Jake Hilkeman we talked about coming over transferring there. Um, they've got a lot of solid young guards at B.J. Bradford, Mari Shoemaker, um, some of those other guys there. So that's a team that I think – has a chance to to make a leap. Is there anybody else that kind of stands out to you as maybe they didn't have a great season last year but are ready to step forward this year? Well, for me, so I I look at Central, and I'm looking at a couple of guys. Um, I like a wit. Um, Mymar, just as kind of this piece where you played with two guys that 
dominated the basketball quite a bit with Jaden Dawson and P.J. Davis. And he's the one starter they got coming back. He's a good shooter, yeah. right? So I'll be curious to see his role. And I'm going to give you one from off the radar because I watched them the other day. Now, they scored 100, and it was against you know Buena Vista, who's not going to yeah. be fully loaded. But Davis is tough for Burke. And he, I think he flies under the radar for the caliber of player he is. Well, got Dakari Davis you're talking about, and then Zeb Svoboda as well, fellow yeah. senior guard. He, uh, I was uh, at the Bracket League last week. He gets uh, glossed over quite a bit. He's at, a good player. At Burke Benson, uh, in both the OPS matches, um, were really competitive, but uh, in, in that one, Burke Benson, uh, a lot of trash talk going back and forth, a lot yeah. of physical play. Uh, Svoboda started at Burke before tra- or Benson before transferring to Burke. And uh, he went off for 30, 8 of 14 from three. And base, it was a tie game. He walked in, tough three, got a steal, hit another three, ball game. Yeah. Um, so, I and, mean, we, and you already like Takari Davis. And so those are two guys that either one of them are capable of five, six, seven threes in any given game. Like if you get both those guys playing well together, then Burke's going to be tough. They've got some athleticism and size, some size with David Boatman, Ethan Painter. Um, still and, I, to, and I like Coach Fisher, right? Yeah. I'm a little biased because, you know, I see him all Coach the time with ETG. But I, I think he, he coaches his guys hard and he demands accountability. And I think over time that's going to get it done. Yeah. Um, so those are those are two guys that can make them definitely um, kind of a, a, a thorn in some people's sides this season. Um Anything else stand out to you? I got to see Carney uh, for the first time, really, over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, without Coach Baronic on the bench, I felt like it was a little different. But well, uh, I, I did see them. They played in the Papio South. Oh, Indiana I thought you were talking and, about the other night at UBT. And the uh, the the border battle over in Council Bluffs. Um, and they had uh, Gussie Alden playing with them again. He, uh, <laughs> the Wisconsin commit, yeah. who uh, spent some time in Carney. The Gus Bus. Yeah, he. Uh, Basically, it was 30 and 10, uh, all three games that I saw him play. Hit a, so th- they were playing, uh, I-, I think it was Hoover, um, with, with Chase Henderson playing for Nebraska Supreme. And he's a fantastic Elijah, player. Elijah Voss, who uh, is playing for Kingdom Hoops. and um, Tie game, double team throwing. Uh, they just gave the ball to, uh, uh, to Gus on the wing. Double team spun back like, Nowhere to go, spun back, shot over one defender, three at the buzzer, ball game. Mm. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> Let me ask you about one more. Well, Go but, ahead. Yeah, j- but play- obviously they're not going to have uh, him during the season, but guys playing off of him, um, I-, I like uh, Jack Dahlgren, really efficient. Um, Can kind shoot of, it. Yeah, guard there. Really crafty, good finisher around the basket. It was really efficient in the games I watched. And then Asher Endor transferring over from North Bend Central. He's really going to help them. Um, Slong, uh, another guy that can uh, finish well at the basket, uh, can play in transition. So, um, yeah, they're not going to look exactly like I saw them, but uh, it, I think that they're going to – and you know with the way that Drake uh, coaches there. They're, they're, they're going to be pretty competitive. pretty good at what he does. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you're not going to have an easy night playing against Carton, no matter how much talent they they have. Real quick, I watched him play Westside the other day. You think the group, the core, the basil, the wins, think, are they ready to turn the corner, in your opinion, I think, at Northeast in terms of carrying the mantle? And that is the biggest question for them, because if they are, Northeast is going to be right up there in the mix they for the best team be. in Lincoln. Yeah, they, they've got a really solid kind of – 
returning five or six are still kind of building some depth. But Jalen Lang's really solid at, at the point. Christian Wynn um, uh, is uh, is a talented scorer. Uh, I saw them play uh, against Omaha North. Uh, he put up 22 in that game, pretty efficient. Um, and really good going to the basket, just just tough. He's 6'5", can handle it, really good off the bounce, can shoot off the dribble. Mm-hmm. And he's streaky. Like, he, he knocks down uh, – he sees a shot go down, then he can hit two or three or four in a row. Um, so he, he's that guy, if he can uh, – he was their leading scorer last year. If he can push that to 15, 16, 17 uh, and be even a little bit more consistent. And then Porter Basil is so good defensively. If he can, yeah. again, find some consistency offensively. Uh, I think with him, you know what it is. It's shot selection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Sometimes he just takes a high degree yeah. of difficulty. Like it can, he can make it a little easier yeah. on himself by kind of letting the game come to him a little bit more because he's skilled. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's a good senior core there with, with uh, Basil and um, Lang and uh, Win. So if they Quinn Weatherholt, um, Lazarus Houston. Um, I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big Lazaric guy. Yeah, so they, they've got some some young pieces young. that haven't played a ton, Talented. but um, can step up. Uh, Brecken Wilkie is another one that hasn't played a ton yet, but um, it's a good JV player for them. So they they've definitely got a chance to to be in the mix in Lincoln. And I think it is going to come down to how good those seniors can be on a consistent basis because we know they're capable of being good in any given game. But to to go on a run to make a deep run, you got to be good every night, and that's what they're going to need from those seniors. And no coincidence. Um, that we kind of spoke it into existence no sooner than we got off the pod last week. Trayson, Trey yeah. Anderson. Trayson Anderson, yeah. South what? Dakota State offer. High, high ceiling. Yeah. Um, yeah. High ceiling. And, yep, so first first player in 2024 class to, to get a D1 offer. And, again, 6'9", good frame, ability to step out and shoot. Um, and he's really just starting to scratch the surface. Uh, we're heavy on Class A. In Class B, we talked about Scott previously. They're the preseason number one, obviously. Um, I like Platteview. They got, hey, they've been tough. Yeah. With Trey Moseman coming in, joining Milliken, who's played really well. They've got uh, Alex Draper coming back. Um, and then they've got the the, the young sophomore yeah, gives yeah, them some length, six, too. Six five or so, yeah. um, which they didn't really have. Uh, he's intriguing. I, I think he'll add a dimension they didn't really have last year. So maybe we add somebody to the Scott discussion. <laughs> And Bennington, I saw them play over in the border battle as well, and um, uh, they're going to. They should be solid again. They returned a couple of starters there, um, w- with uh, Isaac Connor and Dylan Kasser and Trey Bird there. Uh, so three starters back, uh, and they've got a good program. They've got some young guys I think that are yeah. ready to kind of step up and and fill the gaps there. So um, I, I think those are probably the, the best teams that I saw in B in C one. It's Wahoo. I think preseason one. Um, Benji Nelson was really good Saw them against, against Papio South yeah. on Friday in the, the Papio South Jam. And uh, 25, um, so long, can shoot the ball, go finish and transition. Um, and, and Anthony Simon is a guy that continues to, to get better and better to go with the returning core. And get that early stock yeah. on Simon? Uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> had to coach against him. Uh, he, he's tough. Um, but then Ashram Greenwood. I think it's going to be in the mix there. They got two starters back, and another Dane Jacobson. Jacobson was their sixth man. He'll be the uh, starter now. Um, so th- th- those are kind of some of the the teams that stood out to me in, in BNC one as well. Yep, that's a week. It's fantastic. It's rapid fire. It's Nebraska preps. This is Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. Next week we'll be here same time. A Huda Media Production.